Welcome everyone to Greencast. This is a podcast that brings practicality to being sustainable. This is presented to you all by the Waukesha County Green Team. Your hosts are myself, Alec Lapoitevin. And me, Laura Lauks. First, we're going to give you a little bit of background on the Green Team and where we are in Waukesha County. Um, and then we're going to talk, Alec and I are going to give you a little bit of background about ourselves and where we fit into sustainability around here. And then we're going to jump right into the interview with Loriana about environmental education. So first of all, the Waukesha County Green Team is a nonprofit organization. We're dedicated to helping Waukesha County, Wisconsin, and beyond becoming 100% sustainable. And there are a couple ways we do this. One of the big events we have had recently was called uh, Now is the Time. This was an event where we had a presentation to the community. And then after the presentation, we broke off into several discussion groups where people from all over, a bunch of different realms of life, got together and talked about sustainability from their perspective and some change that we can make in the community. We also have a couple of interest groups within the Green Team. We've got a permaculture and gardening group, a zero waste group, uh, a youth green team, and our new group for 2020 is a solar interest group. We also did an event called Countywide Cleanup, where we brought a bunch of people together to clean up a local area and you know talk about these topics and we did two sustainability fairs one in 2017 and the recent one in 2019 where we brought vendors and presenters together to talk about sustainability from their business or their perspective and invited the whole community and went really well Uh, the green team also partners with like-minded organizations such as municipalities and county government we've had a couple of collaborations with the government of Waukesha County and our new project for 2020 has um, included a project with uh, Pewaukee. We also have a few different community green teams including Sussex, Elm Grove being our newest and with these green teams people can volunteer to join and get involved in sustainability within Waukesha County. So that's a little bit of background on the green team itself. Um, Check out our Facebook page or our website if you want more info and our board meetings are always open to the public so stop on by Um, if you want a little bit more information alec is going to interview deb our current uh, president in a future episode so stay tuned for that and now a little bit about us the hosts again my name is alec lapoitevin i am a community advisor to the waukesha county green team board i'm also a part of the permaculture and gardening group and the zero waste group i also helped plan the sustainability fair in 2019 And I own a business called Fresh Roots, where I focus on gardening and edible landscaping for local residents and businesses. And uh, again, I'm Laura Lauks. I'm on the board of the Waukesha County Green Team, and I also helped plan the Sustainability Fair in 2019. For my day job, I'm a sustainability specialist for Inpro Corporation. We're a manufacturing company in Muskego. Um, So I work with product transparency, building efficiency, and employee engagement and education. Personally, in sustainability, I'm really interested in corporate sustainability, zero waste initiatives, solar energy, green building, and social sustainability. And now for the episode you'll be listening to. Today I sit down with Loriana. She is a member of our Sussex Green Team, and we will be discussing education and how kids are getting involved in sustainability. Loriana takes students from the area and brings them out to places to talk about environmental issues and sustainability. 
She will also be giving you a few tips on how to reduce your consumption and some actionable ways to get involved in sustainability. Welcome everyone to the Greencast podcast. This is part of the Waukesha County Green Team. My name is Alec Lapoidevin. I'd like to welcome Loriana Raymond Duvernel, and we are going to be talking with her about her involvement in sustainability in Waukesha County. Welcome, Loriana. Please tell us a little bit about what you're into right now. Thanks for having me in, Alec. Um, so my name is Loriana. I'm a member of the Sussex Green Team, um, which is housed as a part of the Waukesha County Green Team. Um, and I'm also an environmental education teacher for the school district of Waukesha. And so, yeah, school district of Waukesha, I was just curious, you know, tell us a little bit about what you do with the school district of Waukesha, the involvement with the students, and a little bit more about the program. So the school district of Waukesha has had an environmental education program within the school district since 1976. Um, and so during those 40-some years, we've uh, reached students uh, grade levels, kindergarten through eighth grade. We see students once a year, and so it's about 10,000 students that we see. They come to us at the EB Shirts building uh, in the Fox River Sanctuary to uh, do environmentally based lessons that are tied in with their curriculum. And then we also do meet kids out at Lapham Peak to do fourth grade glacier studies. And we also uh, go out to Camp Whitcomb Mason to do some outdoor skills with kids as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you mentioned Lapham Peak. Uh, what kind of projects do you do with the kids? So when we go out to Lapham Peak, it's a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of the kids actually in Waukesha have never been there before. So just to get them to one of our state uh, forests is, is really eye-opening for some of those kids. Um, when we are out there, our focus is on glacier studies and kind of the geological history of Wisconsin. Uh, it's a focus in their fourth grade curriculum to look at Wisconsin history, so it's a nice tie-in with that. Uh, we do uh, glacier studies and looking at how glaciers work and how glaciers move and how they shaped the land here in southeastern Wisconsin. We take a look at soil and how scientists evaluate what kind of soil is in an area and how kids can actually figure that out as well. We take them on a hike to look at just natural features, whether it's kettles or cames and, and things like that are, that are in the kettle moraine. And then... There's one other one that we do that I can't pull up right now. Um, our other one, oh, we take them up in the tower so that we can see oh. all of the glacial landforms from there. You can really tell the difference between the really hilly areas and then the really flat kind of outwashed plains that we have. Good. I'm Waukesha. glad you take them to the tower. That's my favorite part of it. Oh, good, good. I'm um, sorry I forgot that to be. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, and you mentioned fourth grade students. Do you mm -hmm. have, uh, is it a range of ages or do you keep it in... So for, for Lapham Peak, it's fourth grade. Okay. Um, and for each of our grade levels, we have a different set curriculum that is tied with um, their science curriculum within the school district of Waukesha. So okay. just as, as an example, uh, second graders study pollination. And so within their school uh, curriculum, they look at different kinds of pollinators and why pollination is important. And then they come to us and do activities around that as well. That's very cool. So a lot of science involvement. Do mm -hmm. they do any sort of tests or do yeah, they bring absolutely. a lot of the info back to school and work there? A little bit. It depends on the grade level. Um, but just as an example, with fifth graders, we do um, water studies. So we take a look at the Fox River for a piece of that. And the kids get in the water and they uh, take a look at different uh, macroinvertebrates that are there. And they evaluate whether the Fox River can be considered healthy from a biological standpoint. 
Um, when we get into middle school, we get in the river again, but we do some chemical testing, uh, looking at the nitrates and phosphates that are in the Fox River. And we try to encourage teachers to continue that uh, in the classroom and bring that data back and, and evaluate it there. Very cool. And is there um, like a, a goal with this? Is there something that you encourage the students to pull out of this sure. uh, beyond just the information gathering? Do they go back and and take some of this into a bigger picture idea or? So it, it again, it depends on the age level. Okay. Um, definitely with our younger students, it is more, we are all a part of this community and how can we work together as a community to take care of what we have and, and just be aware of the things that are right outside our door. And even as young people, what can you do um, to take care of Waukesha? When we get into the older grades, um, so with the water testing that we do with the middle school kids, uh, they take an average of the information that they gather as, as small groups and they input it into a database, I think that's at the state level, um, to do some water quality monitoring. That's awesome. I love hearing that stuff. Yeah. And have you noticed with the students, are they, do they get really interested in this? Have you noticed them continuing on with this in their education? And as you see you know, young kids growing up, do they, do they take it into their their jobs or further their careers with, with so some of this? I haven't been in uh, this position long enough to know, um, but that being said, I think just getting the kids to us year after year, they have that continuity. And I know my sister-in-law, for example, grew up in the Waukesha School District. She remembers these lessons. She remembers coming out to um, the river and doing river studies. She remembers going out to uh, camp to you know get in canoes out there and do archery and, and just being outside and having those experiences and so I think for us going forward that's a big important component of it is just providing kids with experiences outdoors that they may not have on a daily basis. Perfect um, and just kind of getting back to, to you is what, what got you interested in environmental studies? What sure. was your path to getting into the Waukesha School District, and, and how did you get here? It was a very curvy one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I grew up on a farm, and um, we were, you know, always encouraged to just be outside and exploring, and my dad was our forestry leader for 4-H, and we were kind of required to take that as um, kids of his, um, but we have uh, a lot of woods on our farm, so that was really important to him. Beyond that, um, was always interested in science, but never was like, oh, I really love biology or I really love zoology and, and just kind of enjoyed it all. And when I was in college, um, all of the teacher education programs in the state of Wisconsin at that time had a requirement for uh, students to take an environmental education component. And for me, I took an ecology class when I went to Madison and it was totally eye-opening. I had never heard of Aldo Leopold before. I didn't know who John Muir was. And for me, it was learning that ecology is a field that people go into, and you can study the environment as a whole, as opposed to being super specific and just looking at, you know, researching one animal or one plant or one chemical. And so when I went into my regular teaching um, in, the, in Sussex, I really tried to pull some of those environmental ideas into my own classroom and eventually ended up getting my master's in environmental education through Stevens Point and uh, started doing a lot more of that in my classroom as a result, which is which was a lot of fun. Uh, ended up starting like a little environmental uh, 
program at our school, which was cool. And then I have students now that as adults are in environmental fields. So for me, that's been really rewarding. It's just to see kind of the ripple effect um, beyond things that I learned, but other kids going forward with it. Yeah, and one thing that, that I'm really interested in is tying uh, different subjects in school to mm-hmm. environmental studies and really the sustainable movement as a whole. Sure. Have you noticed any you know crossovers between subjects or any other teachers that are getting involved in this type of idea? Um, it's a great question, and I say that because uh, when I first started taking classes in environmental education, we really wanted to focus on infusing environmental ed into the curriculum and not having it as a standalone subject that you would study. Um, and this is really the way that um, education has gone uh, for environmental education in general. You won't find uh, environmental education as a subject in your kids' elementary school. But there are environmental literacy and sustainability standards at the state level that are required to be taught at every level in school. Those are things that you'll find in your science and social studies and reading and writing in in the schools. And I think that's the really cool thing about um, environmental lessons is they can cover all the subjects. If you are looking at any kind of issue in the news right now, it's going to have stuff about geography. It's going to have uh, mathematical analysis that needs to be done. There's economic factors that go into there. Um, you're going to need to know the history of something, and you have to have science backing up all of your data. And so it really covers all of the subjects. And that's, for me, that's the neat part, is that it can fit into any kind of domain. Um, and, and I guess the other thing is I teach for uh, UW-Stevens Point within there. K-12 energy education program. So it's a program for teachers to learn about energy education and then bring that into their classrooms. And I get teachers that are usually science teachers, but I also get math teachers. I have gotten history teachers in there. Um, I have a lot of tech ed teachers in there as well. And so just the big greater topic of energy, um, we don't think of it necessarily as an environmental thing a lot, um, but it really hits a lot of areas of life and a lot of areas of curriculum. Wow, yeah, that, that covers quite a few. Yep. And I have to throw in, being a bit of a literature nerd, okay. I mean, you can even tie some of that in there. And yeah. there's, um, you know, Thoreau wrote a lot on environmental mm-hmm. studies, and um, I come from, you know, the anthropology background, so there's a lot of those, you know, social studies that tie right. into this stuff, right. too. And it's a lot of stuff that I would love to see, you know, a lot of this crossover mm-hmm. and education in this. and. You can have fun with this and tie it into a lot of different things. Yeah, I had a teacher in one of my classes that partnered with his uh, English, the English teacher at the school and the history teacher at the school, and they run, I want to say, a two-week canoeing trip on the Milwaukee River, and they stop along the way and camp with the kids, and they have to write essays based on uh, environmental readings that they do along the way and then historical readings. Uh, from the Milwaukee River and the Milwaukee area. And so there's just a lot of creativity that can be done. You just have to have the right passion for it. That's awesome. You gotta yeah. think outside the box. Have right, fun with right. Um, very cool. Uh, another area I'd love to jump into is your involvement in the Sussex Green Team. Sure. Um, Sussex Green Team is uh, a, another group part of the Waukesha County Green Team. Uh, so, yeah, just jump into your involvement in the Green Team and some of the projects you guys are working on. Sure. So the Sussex Green Team was started a number of years ago by Amy Tybulkowski. Um, she just has a, a real passion for the environment and, and becoming involved in her community and really bringing the community together um, to move forward in a positive direction. 
uh, in the environment. Uh, Amy moved to Idaho earlier this year, and so we needed somebody to kind of take the reins a little bit, so I stepped into that role. But we have about six active members, and we meet monthly and try to pick projects that will um, increase visibility in the community for just some greener practices. Um, the big one that we do every year is we do an Earth Day walk and bug line cleanup. So we have the bug line trail that runs right through Sussex. Um, multi-use trail for running and biking and things like that. And when do you usually hold that cleanup? So that cleanup is usually um, right around Earth Day. This year, um, I think we have it scheduled for April 19th from 1 to 3 p.m. Um, and last year we had 130 people show up and uh, it's a family-friendly event. We have activities all along the trail and uh, we work together to just pick up garbage along the trail. It's amazing how much, we do this every year and every year we're like, wow, there's no way we can get as much garbage as we did last year and, and we do every year. <laughs> um, so it's, a, it's an important thing for, for somebody to do and, and we definitely fill that role. Um, and then as a piece of that, we were asked by the Waukesha, Waukesha County Parks Department if we wanted to adopt that section of the Bug Line Trail. Um, they have a, a program called Adopt a Trail, and you commit to cleaning up a section of the Bug Line three times a year. So we're expanding that cleanup this year to also include a summer cleanup uh, with involving local businesses. And then we had a fall cleanup this past fall that we called our Youth Action Day, and we had about 30 kids, middle and high school kids from around the area come out to clean up the trail. So it's, it's nice to get it done a few different times a year. So that's one of our big uh, projects. Another big one that we're doing is we work um, at the Traveling Beer Gardens that Sussex, the Village of Sussex started up this past year. So we've been trying to partner with the Village of Sussex more to help uh, green up some of their events. And one of the ways we did that was we, uh, volunteered at their events to stamp hands of anybody who walked or biked to the traveling beer gardens and they got a discount on their beer if they saved on emissions that way and you know still participated in a community event mm -hmm. and then um, Brewfinity was the uh, brewery that came out for those and they uh, were gracious enough to uh, offer reusable glass beer mugs for anybody who wanted them um, you, paid $10 for the mug, you could use it all summer, and you can use it in the future and get a good discount on your beer then too. That's awesome. I love to see you know these events partnering with groups mm -hmm. and, and working on sustainable practices. And we'll touch a little bit on some actionable things that we can do uh, in our daily lives a little bit later. But um, you mentioned a little bit about working with some local groups. Is there any involvement with local governments, any municipalities kind of helping out and yeah, how, how is the green team working with them? Sure, so we, um, we're Sussex green team, so we try to focus on uh, working with the village of Sussex at this point, and we're just at the beginning stages of talking with them about ideas that we have um, and ideas that they have and how we can uh, mesh those together to really um, just make those practices visible in the community. So, you know, they're educational for everybody else um, rather than just, you know, ideas that we have. Very cool. Uh, and yeah, you've talked a little bit about the community involvement. Uh, one thing I do want to throw out there is I had the privilege to join Loriana in a little field trip out to the biodigester by the Potawatomi Casino. Um, and one thing I really enjoyed there was the Potawatomi tribe's mission in you know setting up this biodigester. Um, and if you could, you know, what what drew you to that? you know, that area and that field trip in particular. Sure. So 
um, when I was uh, teaching the courses on uh, environment or on energy education, excuse me, for Stephen's point, uh, we tried to get teachers out into the community so they would have ideas for field trips that they could take their kids on and the biodigester was a nice fit for that and I've always wanted to go back because um, it was a really uh, cool field trip um, but I think just the idea of a biodigester in the middle of a big city isn't something that people really think about very often and so we just wanted to learn about it and see see what it meant and I think even you know going into it a lot of people on the green team were like I have no idea what a biodigester is to begin with yeah, and I, I certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> and so just the thought of, you know, the food waste that comes from uh, even grocery stores, if they grind that up um, and send it to the biodigester, it's, it, it's broken down there, and then they use the methane gas that comes off of that to convert into electricity, which they then sell to We Energies. And so it's a renewable energy source, which is, was kind of my interest in it to begin with. Um, as far as Sussex Green Team, um, what we were looking at was doing some more field trip type things in the winter when it's a little bit slower with um, events for us, and that was one that we thought we would just try out. So it would, I'm glad you joined us. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, other thank you. Too. It was it was really cool, and I mean, I, I know the gentleman that showed us through. He described it as a giant stomach. And yep, yep. Giant being the key word. This this structure is huge, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, he explained the process of taking this liquid food material and breaking it down through this process and then creating um, the methane gas which then produces energy for the grid. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I do have to say is the place has a very distinct smell to it. It does. Which did definitely permeate the clothing a little bit oh. <laughs> and, and, and left a little little scent as I went to my next uh, next place afterwards. But. Well, then but you had really a good cool. talking point for the yes. people you were meeting with afterwards. It did afterwards. lead me to describe the, the journey <laughs> and, and talk about it a little bit more. Perfect. But it was really cool to see the Potawatomi tribe is very much involved in the mission of mm -hmm. you know, matching industry and uh, proper land use and really right. on an environmental-driven mindset and goal. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was a lot of fun and to see it local right here in Milwaukee right. and right. to see you know some of these resources being utilized by other companies and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of fun okay and i learned some cool things so uh let's get to some things that we can do in our day-to-day -day lives sure. so one of the missions for this podcast is to give you the audience some actionable goals that you can achieve daily you know easy things that we can do in our day-to-day -day lives just to make bigger change in the world so loriana what what would you say are some very actionable things that people can can take into their lives. Sure. So I think the the neat thing about kind of environmental actions in general is that anybody can do them, and there's so many of them that you can choose what you're comfortable with and what um, what interests you. So when I I think about sustainability and environmental issues in general, there's so many things you can talk about. You can talk about cleaning up the oceans. You can talk about reducing plastic waste. You can talk about um, organic farming there's there's so many different avenues you can go to just do something I think is the big one make one change you know whether it's asking to not get a straw at a restaurant when you go out to eat or whether it's thinking about what products you buy and it could you buy something that has less packaging or could you buy something that maybe um, is has been used once and it's it's a reused item that you can repurpose for something else it, it's kind of 
up to you and what, what your level of commitment is. And, and you can go big. You can definitely get involved with groups like Sussex Green Team or Waukesha County Green Team or any number of you know water groups that exist or waste kind of groups that exist. Um, but because it's something that affects lives all around us, there's always something that you can do. It's just choosing to make that change in your life. And I think that's a great point is, is choosing what works for you. You know, picking, picking something simple that, that you can start with, go from there. You know, learning about these topics, I think, is, is the easiest right. way to start out. Yep. Yep. Creating some awareness, talking with people that are involved, getting involved yourself, just, you know, and feel free to join our meetings anytime. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a really great way to find community and to get out there and uh, do something. And the little changes create bigger changes. And, and like Loriana right. said, the, the ripple effect is huge within this practice. So uh, anything else, Loriana, that, that you can think of that you'd like to throw out to the audience? Otherwise, we'll kind of wrap it up here. I think it's great that you guys are doing this. I think that there's a great way to get information out. And uh, we know that people in general want to have you know, cleaner air, cleaner water, and do better by their community and have a, you know, leave the world a better place than, than how they found it. And so I think that getting information and ideas out to people is a great way to start. Well, excellent. Well, thank you. And I appreciate you coming on. This is going to be one of our first podcasts. So... I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, please follow the Sussex Green Team on Facebook. Uh, there's also a Facebook for the Greencast podcast. And we'd like to thank you all for listening today to the, the Greencast podcast. Join us next time. We'll, we'll be making announcements and updates on our Facebook page. Also, check out the WaukeshaCountyGreenTeam.org website where we have links to all our groups, uh, any of our meetings, the events. Uh, we, we just had a sustainability fair this last summer and we'll be doing another one in the future. Great time, we had a lot of success with that, a lot of local community groups involved and uh, a, lot of, a lot of good things happening in Waukesha County. So stay tuned and embrace the little changes that you can make in your life and enjoy your day. Thank you for joining us today. Greencast is produced by the Waukesha County Green Team by Alec Lefoydevin and Laura Lauchs with help from Stacey Balsley. Please visit our Greencast Facebook page to contact us and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, sustainability starts with all of us.